welcome once again to the Perfect Bound Podcast. This is a podcast about anything and everything comic books and comics related. Brought to you by the Panel Jumper and Comic Dungeon. My name is Ben. With me as always is Chris Casson. Nicole Lamb. And then suddenly everything went quiet. Yeah, it was a live show, and things happened during live shows, and what happened during this live show was that as the booth technician was taking down the intro music, he also took down the microphones, and we missed about 30 seconds in the beginning. So what you don't hear is me introducing Cole Hornaday, and then telling everybody that we're coming to you live from Chapter 6 of the Panel Jumper Live at West of Lennon in beautiful downtown Fremont. And our guest for this live show is cartoonist Lonnie Mann. And I usually ask the same question to every one of our guests. How did you get into cartooning? It just came to you naturally. Did you find it later in life? What, how did you start? Well, um, I've always really loved reading comics of all sorts. Um, you know, starting with your Calvin and Hobbes's and your Garfields and your Spider-Mans and so forth. Uh, in college, I got more into, let's say, your blankets and your fun homes. Um, and uh, eventually getting really into autobio comics like Lucy Nisley. And uh, one day I realized I like telling stories and I like drawing and I like reading these things that combine the two. And I went back to school. I had already graduated once, so I went back for about a year and a half doing um, uh, illustration and cartooning studies at the School of Visual Arts in New York and uh, started making comics, and I'm still making comics. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so the uh, one of your titles that we've been talking about today is Thoughts from Iceland, which is a considered a travelogue comic, but we were talking earlier, and you don't consider yourself a travelogist or memoirs, you eschew titles. <laughs> I would say I'm a cartoonist and I do m mostly autobio comics. Okay. Um, when I'm at conventions, people are all like, hey, what's the next place you're gonna go to and do a travelogue <laughs> comic about? And uh, my stock response is, mm, well, I, I taught English in Japan for a little over a year after college, maybe there, and I would like to do that comic one day, but it's not the comic I'm working on right now. Uh, travelogues are not like my whole thing. It's right. just the biggest project I've finished thus far. So, yeah. So, so I have one question about these travelogue comics is, um, when you when you are traveling, are you working on the comic on your travels, or do you wait and does the idea come to you when you finally get back home and you can sit in front of your computer and uh, gestate the whole thing? So for Thoughts from Iceland, I figured I'd probably do a page or two of comics about it before I went, and then while I was there, I ended up taking a lot of really detailed notes and just kind of journaling about everything I did. I took a lot of photos because everything was really wonderful to look at, and that ended up being really great photo reference. And on my way home, I started sketching and uh, thinking about how I could lay out some, some panels, and a year and a half later, it uh, ended up <laughs> as a finished, you know, 50-something page uh, comic that I then uh, combined with additional content in the full book. Great. So I was going to ask you where you would like to do your next travelogue about, so uh, <laughs> never mind. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you know, that there's this place, Japan, and I've... Uh, <laughs> Tell me more. 
Uh, well, it's on the other side of the world. Instead of that, um, so I was checking out your website, and uh, you've been doing a series that uh, you've been watching a YouTube channel about different art lessons, and you've been doing uh, your versions of those lessons. Um, and I think you had mentioned to me that you were planning, uh, or that, that you do sell a print copy of that at conventions? Yeah, um, there's this really great YouTube channel called The Art Assignment, and it's created by PBS Digital, uh, Digital Studios. And the first part of its lifetime, they were uh, presenting all these um, kind of art history lessons paired with an art assignment that were all very unorthodox, where you'd go out and have some kind of experience, and you should write about it, or do a video, or write a poem, or do a painting, or something. So I have a mini-comic I sell at conventions that are four individual stories about my experiences doing four different art assignments from the YouTube channel, and my experiences doing them in comic form. Um, these days, they don't really do that on the channel anymore. Now it's uh, different sorts of videos that are still really, really good, and I highly recommend it. Cool. Nicole, do you have a question? So you had mentioned Emerald Comic Distro earlier. Yeah, they're They're wonderful. a local distribution who um, gets all of those beautiful self-published comics out into the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about how that has changed things for you as a cartoonist? Yeah, totally. So um, as an indie cartoonist who kickstarted their comic, um, I have no, well, until... Uh, Emerald Comics happened, or Emerald, Emerald Distro happened, I had no uh, distribution besides myself. So what that means is I have to physically go to a comic book shop or a bookstore, show them my comic, assuming the person who's responsible for buying books or comics is there, and say, hey, I sell this, do you want to sell it for me? Um, <laughs> on consignment or outright or whatever. And then once a month, either go down to each of these places or call them on the phone, hope I get the right person, find out if they've sold any, do they want more, come by, bring more, get money, repeat. <laughs> and so, you know, one weekend a month at least would then be dedicated to that with any local shops I could get to on the bus. So um, <laughs> that means I don't really end up with my comic in a lot of places, uh, definitely nowhere outside of the immediate Seattle area. And uh, so Emerald Distro is an indie comics distribution service um, for, as I said, indie comics in the Pacific Northwest. So I know that um, they work with uh, places in Portland, places all around Seattle, uh, including you know further up north. Mm -hmm. um, and it's changed uh, everything for me because now I don't have to do any of that anymore, <laughs> except the couple bookshops that they don't have relationships with because they only work with comic shops um, that I still do uh, stock my stuff at, like um, uh, Secret Garden and Ballard. Um, yeah, they're, they're lovely, right? Um, buy my book. So, uh, and uh, yeah, so mostly they, they take care of that. And so Anne over there, she has a bunch of my books and she re distributes them and collects the money and everything. Mm -hmm. And so I pay f uh, a, a nominal fee for that service, which is completely worth it. Yeah. And uh, then every once in a while, when she runs out, I give her more books. So. so does she just like email you, call you, and that's like pretty much the long and the short of it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, there's like a monthly fee that I pay mm -hmm. through an automated thing. PayPal yeah. thing, um, yeah. and yeah, I get money through like a cash app or whatever, and um, yeah, it's great. Wonderful, great. Cool. Any other questions? I have a question, unless you have one. Go ahead. No, you go. Ahead. <laughs> you go. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll go. Uh, on the cover of Thoughts from Iceland, you have a pull quote from Brian K. Vaughn. I do. <laughs> it's true. How did that come about? It's a, it's a really cool story. Um, basically, uh, I didn't know that he recommended my book 
uh, when he did, somebody came up to me at a convention and mentioned it, and I was like, what, what, what? <laughs> and basically, in the letter section of an issue of Saga, which I didn't see because I was reading the volumes, and they don't publish the letter sections in the volumes, uh, some, they were going on hiatus, and somebody wrote in to say, Brian K. Bond, I'm going to die. I need to know what comics I should read while Saga is not being published. And he recommended three comics, and mine was one of them. And he said really nice things about it. And then I sent in a letter, and I said, how did you find my comic? and thank you, and can <laughs> I use this quote? And he said, oh, I happened upon it on Comixology, and I really liked it, and yeah, you can totally uh, use this quote. I love supporting things that I like. And so I used it as a blurb on the uh, complete edition, the compilation right. version that I did a Kickstarter for. Excellent. Great. Yeah. So that was a recommendation, and those are very important word of mouth, clearly, especially when you're Brian K. Yeah. Vaughn. Another thing that's really important is reviews, yeah. and online reviews, right? Totally. Everyone should review anything <laughs> you like. Yes. So they usually say, like, for every one thing you hate, you tell, like, five people or something like that, and if you like something, you maybe tell one person. Yeah, it's really weird. It's, yeah. like, only people, not only, but a, a lot of pe people want to write complaints about something yeah. and if you just had a pleasant time you're not fired up and you're just like well that was nice and now I'm going to read something else yes, so exactly. yeah if you like to thing it's really really important especially on sites like Amazon and whatever to even show up the algorithms the algorithms, <laughs> they, algorithms. you know the reviews really really matter and help like bubbling up search results and recommendations and things um, you need a, like a certain minimum amount I don't know the number before it even registers your product as like reasonable mm -hmm. or existent so you know I've got like five reviews on Amazon and one of them's from this person who picked it up thinking there'd be no gay <laughs> shit in it and like there's like one there's like one strip in the book that's like, I went to a gay bar and I didn't even meet anyone. I just had a beer and I left. And he's like, whoa, you're rubbing your sexuality in my face. <laughs> Two star review. Um, what would I have had to do to get a one star, I wonder? So, <laughs> I don't know. So what did the other what did the other reviews say? The other reviews were really nice, and uh, you know, like two, two or three out of the five were from people who backed it on Kickstarter, and the other two were just they happened randomly and were really, really, really lovely. And um, they weren't family members. Not even family members. Yes. I don't yes. talk to my family. Right. Oh. So oh, I made it sad. I <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Anyway, Nicole. I, I have an invitation to everybody listening and here in the audience to go home tonight and review at least one thing that you loved Excellent. and yeah. get it out there in the world and help people like Lonnie who are making amazing things and spread the word. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so uh, briefly before we move on, let's. Uh, you have you're working on a new on a new book. I am. And uh, how's that going? Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's this idea I've had since I decided I would start making comics, and kind of even before then, I figured this was a story I would tell eventually. Um, basically, I grew up Orthodox Jewish, which is a very intense uh, form of religion, and also I'm gay, and so those two things clashed a little bit, and I have a, I have a story to tell about my experience doing that. Right. So um, I'm writing a book about it, and I'm currently shopping it around I got an agent which is really really exciting and we're trying to find a publisher currently um, so if you're a publisher reach out oh we got tons of publishers that listen to the show so <laughs> I figured so uh, yeah it's um, 
it's going to be color, a uh, couple hundred pages, um, spanning my experiences, hopefully. The current draft, anyway, it could change. Uh, it starts in elementary school and goes through basically current day, pretty much age 30. So it's a it's an overarching tale. Wow. And Lonnie, what's the tentative title? Tentatively, I've been referring to the project as Gaytheist, um, <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> All right. Now, it was... When you and I talked over the phone before the show, um, you said it was that was the working title, but was there a secondary title? Um, I mean, I've had some other ideas for potential other titles. It might have a subtitle like mm-hmm. uh, Gaytheist, My Exodus from Orthodox Judaism. Hey, right? Um, I don't know. It's I've gotten really mixed reviews about this idea, so it might it it, it might not actually be. It might be like a Project Dolphin becomes the GameCube kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know. Excellent. So, um, was that a revolution? I don't remember. <laughs> Thoughts from Iceland as a travelogue comic. If people want to know, uh, want to explore the genre, Chris, what other travelogue books are out there that these fine people can explore? So we just uh, got in a huge shipment from Emerald Distro. So uh, we do of. really love them. <laughs> and uh, so I will recommend the work of Lucy Bellwood. Uh, She's been doing a bunch of books. Uh, This one is about uh, three weeks at the bottom of the world's most beautiful hole in the ground. (laughs) It's the grand adventure. (laughs) There's Down to the Seas, which is a visual voyage aboard the last wooden whaling ship in the world. And uh, A Week at Sea with uh, OHP. Ope. Stepping aboard. OPP. Sure. OHP. (laughs) No. Stepping aboard America's newest sail training vessel. And uh, we also got Baggage Claim from Levi Hastings. And uh, that's just a art book about his travels. Um, I can and we jump got... in for a second. Yeah. Levi's great, Lucy's yeah. great, and also Lucy has a book of sketches from Iceland, so it pairs well. Ah, there you go. Like a fine wine. And Levi makes awesome dinosaur prints. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can get them on too. tote bags. And all these Seriously. titles are available at Comic Dungeon. We just got a bunch, but you can also get them through a number of other comic book stores that Emerald Distro goes through. So uh, just check them out, and uh, they're really awesome. All right. And these people are also on Instagram, too, so you can check out their stuff if for any listeners or anybody in the audience. So, Lonnie, if somebody wants to find your stuff, where should they go to look for it? Uh, mostly these days I post to Twitter and Instagram under the handle uh, Lonnie Comics. That's L-O-N-N-I-E Comics, uh, not with an X. And uh, if you just so want the art, I know, right? Um, if you just want the art, go to Instagram. If you also want to see a lot of upsetting retweets, go to Twitter. So. All right. Well, Lonnie, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. At the end of every show, we play a game called Quiz Time, where we ask questions of each of us, and we try to fool ourselves. And But... During these shows, I ask the questions of you. And so now let's play the Perfect Bound podcast quiz time for the panel Jumper Live, Chapter 6. Let's have the quiz time music, please. These are questions. Yeah. So uh, raise your hand if you know the answer. So we've spoken tonight about autobiographical travelogues and learned a great deal about the process thanks to our guest, Lonnie Mann. So tonight's quiz time is devoted to another travelogue of sorts, albeit a reluctant one from the protagonist's point of view. Yes, I, of course, am referring to Douglas Adams' The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. We have prizes if you know the right answer. And Chris, tell us what the prizes are. 
So uh, we've got these bundles. It's a sampling of a ton of different comics with a bunch of uh, exclusive covers from the Comics Dungeon. We've got some uh, BPRD, some Godzilla, and they both are destroying the Space Needle. Yay! Got some Batman, got some uh, Exo Manowar, just got a little bit of everything. All right, excellent. Thank you, Chris. All courtesy of Comics Dungeon. Visit them at 319 Northeast 45th Street in beautiful downtown Wallingford. Question number one. Originally a radio comedy broadcast on BBC Radio 4 in 1978, Hitchhiker has since been adapted into many other formats, including stage shows, novels, comic books, a TV series, a video game, and of course, a 2005 feature film starring Martin Freeman as this reluctant protagonist. I saw that hand right there first. Arthur Dance is the correct answer. Question number two. Adams claimed the title came from a 1971 incident in which he was hitchhiking around Europe and found himself lying drunk in a field near Innsbruck, staring up at the stars and holding a copy of what book? Oh, you just need to know the answer. The Hitchhiker's Guide to Europe is the correct answer. I thought I'd have to give some uh, hints for that one. All right. <laughs> Adams later claimed that he had told this story so many times that he had forgotten the incident itself and only remembered himself telling the story. We've been there. All right. Question and final question three. Arthur Dent and his companion, a humanoid alien and writer for the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Ford Prefect, visit the legendary planet Magrathea and meet Slarda Bartfast, a planetary coastline designer. Through archival recordings, he relates the story of a race of hyper-intelligent pan-dimensional beings who built a computer named Deep Thought to calculate the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. So now I'm going to ask you, what was the answer Deep Thought gave to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything? <laughs> 42 is the correct answer. But what was the question? <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mark. That is our show. Thank you for listening. You can find us every week at perfectboundpodcast.com. Thank you to you in the audience. Thank you to Wes of Lennon. Thank you, of course, to Lonnie Mann for joining us. And we will see you next week. Thanks, friends. Thanks, Lonnie. This works. Thank you very much.